So if you just joined us, uh, the SENZ Afternoon listeners have voted for their Blues Immortals, and I quite like the list. They weren't actually my top five, but hey, the people have spoken. Um, And the five Immortals are in no particular order, because I can't remember the order they came in, actually. I did write it somewhere. Anyway, uh, Carlos Spencer, Kevin Mialamu, Doug Howlett, Jerome Kano, and Ali Williams. They are the Blues Five Immortals, which is fantastic. Um, you can argue that they'll be similar, but you know, we'll have another draft next week. We'll add another uh, next month, next year, and we'll have another five, and we'll just build. Chiefs tomorrow, get your thinking hats on for your immortal Chiefs, and we'll kick that off tomorrow afternoon as well, just after 12. And I'll try and get one of these immortals to come and have a chat to us as well from the Blues. That, if I can get them, we'll start it with, with a chat with them. I'll get their, you know, two, three, four, five Chiefs from them as well. What a weekend it was for SENZ. Um, we had live broadcasts from Alexandra Park on Friday, and before that, a special running it straight was three till five on a Friday with Sam and Kempe at Three Wise Birds. Uh, fantastic location if you're ever in Hawke's Bay. Get down to Three Wise Birds. Great owners, just good characters as well. They were joined by uh, the likes of Arwen Gutenbill, Kevin Campion, uh, a whole raft of former Warriors coaches. It was a fantastic event. Then they did a big pre-game show from under the Harris stand. They had to move because the Warriors, um, what was it, the, the drummers were set up right next to them. So they had to quickly vacate and uh, ad break and shoot up to the commentary box. And then the game. What a game. Let's have a listen back to the highlights from the Warriors vs Broncos in a history-making match in Napier. He finds Nickel Klukstar, he steps out of the tackle, he's got a man on the outside, he's going to score as he went in, he's a Lesniak! This time the Warriors look confident, but have the Broncos' defence come up strong again. Down the leg of the Broncos player. And then the ball is knocked on in goal by Dallin Wittes and Selesniak. back to the middle. Here's Johnson. Johnson going cross field once more. Metcalf, it's a bad pass. Goes to ground. Montoya loses it as well. And now the Broncos have a chance. Strutting away down the sideline on this near-hand touch. It's Dane Mariner who's picked up the scraps. He goes the best part of 60 metres. And the man who's only played three NRL games picks up his first NRL try. And the Broncos are on the board first here in Napier. And I don't think... They'll need to go back and check this one, Kempe. So here's Reynolds. He's taking the ball back a few extra metres now. So he's about 25 metres out, and he's on the angle, five metres in from the near-hand touch. It's a beautifully shaped kick that goes straight down the middle. Here's Johnson. A kick to the air. With Tennis Lesniak out on the right-hand edge. He leaps in the air. He gets it. I tell you what, if he's got this down... No, he isn't. Can he get this down before the foot touches the ground? No. Johnson then has Curran running an outside line. Here's Nickel Klukstar. Rocco Berry. Down on Wittini Zalesniak this time. There is no doubt about it. Wittini Zalesniak scores in the right-hand corner. It is like clockwork for the Warriors. Pass it right to DWZ. And you find yourself a four-pointer in the right-hand corner. He's been not at the night twice this evening already, Kempe. Finally. He's over, and it is six points to four with a kick to come. Johnson steps through, puts boot to ball. It's on its way, and it's through. Johnson has it. Here goes Walters. They do go back short side. It's a forward pass to Jordan Ricky. I tell you what, that was about two metres forward, Kempe. Slots that over. 
12-6. That's 12-6 as the halftime Hooter sounds. Referee Sutton blows the whistle. Here's Reynolds who breaks through half a hole. Adam Reynolds, he's got men on the inside and a couple on the outside as well. Reynolds with a pass to Ezra Mam. And he's going to go on in underneath the sticks. And just like that, perhaps against the run of play, the Broncos have got try number three. They do lead 16 points to six on the South Seas Healthcare scoreboard with a kick to come. Not a hard kick for Adam Reynolds, Tony Kemp. But it's 10 metres out from the goalpost and it's right in front. The sort of ones that you made your name off, aren't they? <laughs> well, they're the ones you don't want to miss. So, well, you don't want to go underneath the posts. What, that, that's, a, that's beers for the whole team for the weekend, isn't it? It's going to be 20 points to six. Here's Metcalf through the hands to Harris. Harris finds Johnson. Johnson aboard in the corner. And another pass back to Johnson. That's an over the top with Jenny Zalesniak. You're kidding. You've got to be kidding. I don't want to steal the phrase of Ray Warren, but they're playing basketball down there, Kempe. Sean Johnson. Reynolds again, out the right-hand side. Here's Tristan Saylor, puts a kick through early and running through on the right-hand wing was Dean Mariner. And he's got try number two, the bedpost try scorer. It is going to be 24 points to 10, kick to come. They had a bit of a brouhaha between uh, Rocco Berry, Wateni Zalesniak and a couple of Broncos defenders. It's actually going to open a hole for, for Michael Klugstar. I tell you what, Kempe. Poor form from the Broncos, who decided that they were going to take exception to Wateni Zalesniak and Rocco Berry. What it meant was a giant gaping hole for Chance Nickel Klugstar. He goes through, and the Warriors do have a response to the Broncos try. It's 26 points to 14 with a kick to come. Johnson in the middle goes to Fenua Blake. Fenua Blake has Metcalf space on the left-hand edge. Here's Pompey. Pompey tries to get out. Gets it off right away. Montoya! He's in! The ball is down! And the Warriors have brought it back again! It's going to be 26 points to 20 with a kick to come. We are in for some finish here at McLean Park Kempe. Metcalf out the wide to Pompey. Pompey gets away from one. Montoya, he's going for the corner. Montoya, he did it! He did it! He did it! I can't believe it! I cannot believe it, Kempe! There's nothing going on here. No, no, Pompey's not even in the line. No, the Broncos are milking that. They are absolutely milking it. He's saying that he's saying that Pompey's pulled back the player he's beat. You're kidding if you give this. Oh, oh. And, the, and it's come up as a no try. But Denny's Alesniak, he's going to kick it back in field. They're all there. It comes backwards, but it's picked up by the Broncos. And that'll be it. That'll be it. Oh. Oh, I'm having to live it all again, Sammy. I just want to say something about that one try that was disallowed by the Pompey jersey pool. And he was going, he wouldn't have got him, he wouldn't have got him. Take the decision away from the referee by not touching the player. Oh, look, no no doubt about it that, that there was a stupid mistake from Adam Pompey. And the right decision was, was made in terms of the letter of the law. The thing that probably frustrates a lot of people is nine times out of ten in any other game, that probably wouldn't be called, you know. And given how the NRL likes drama and likes to create the theatre, they'd let that go given the context of the game. Um, so it was annoying. And, and another thing that I've been talking to people about that, um, you know, with – um, Dean Mariner, who was the the player who, you know, sort of put his arms up in the air as Pompey pulled his jersey. I'm half inclined to say because you've pulled out of the play by throwing your arms up in the air and turning around, 
you've that you've made a decision to pull yourself out of the play. Had he tried to make a tackle whilst being pulled back and continued to try and make the play, you can understand. But he made a choice to stop playing and put his arms up in the air. And I wonder if there's something around that that maybe could be explored. But like you said, at the end of the day, stupid error from, from Adam Pompey. Didn't even we didn't even get the chance to see if Montoya would have scored it without it or not, um, but a disappointing finish because had had the Warriors scored that and Johnson had a kick to win from the sideline, which also would have been great theatre. It would have just kept a, a phenomenal weekend in Napier streakers aside, and we can talk about that later. Um, it would have kept a really phenomenal week uh, weekend in in Napier and a great result for the Warriors against a team that everyone thought we probably should have beaten quite comfortably. Well, I was sitting there watching, and even though the Broncos were in front, I thought with twenty minutes to go, they got so many guys with no first grade experience, and they always talk about the difference between New South Wales Cup and NRL and the speed of the game and the fitness needed. I thought these guys are going to fall away. Mm-hmm. But what happened with 20 to go? Josh Reynolds. Adam Reynolds. Uh, Adam Reynolds, sorry. Yep. Adam yep. Reynolds steps in and says, right, my time. Yeah, well, he was a masterclass. And, um, he wasn't he, though? Yeah, he oh. is. And he's, he's he's a great player to watch as well. You see how much vision he has. A few of his kicks sort of, and Kempi made the point that when the stadium is so far away from the edge of the pitch, you sort of, you lose your sense of distance control and so maybe that played into it but um, yeah, you're right that they did come home strong and and um, you do you look at the stats and and um, a good mate Fonzie on Twitter um, posted a couple of photos um, we won every stat category yeah. we had more meters we had more tackle breaks tackle busts we had a faster play the ball we had less errors we had more um, we had better better tackle rate like less missed tackles etc and it just didn't we just didn't quite convert that well, into points we, we until went right over the, the try end. line so many times didn't we? Yeah. Uh, like, well, there were three, there were three or four disallowed Warriors tries in the first half. A couple of the Broncos ones as well. I said to Kempe, "What's the record for the most disallowed in a half?" Because mm. it was about five or six of them. Yeah. So we created more try scoring opportunities, and just that hand under the point of the ball, the yeah. ball was exactly the right spot. Young yeah. Sailor. Yeah. I mean, wasn't lucky. It was skill, but there we go. Yeah. And also, you know, you can also relive the Dallin, the first disallowed try of his, where normally Dallin would run for the corner and do that big leap in the air to pop the ball down. Randomly, he decided to cut yeah, back in cut field, in. and he cut. And by doing that, he allowed the Broncos to cover across, and and Ezra Mam gets his leg underneath it. So, having said that, for me, Dallin Warriors best on show. He was fantastic. He was fantastic um, on the weekend. The ultimate were, warrior. A lot of them really were staff. I mean, there was a couple of a couple of errors that you look back on. Let's not underestimate as well. You lose chance for fifteen minutes for an HIA, which was probably a bad call to have to send him off anyway. Uh, obviously, lost Freddie Lussick. So, you know, the Warriors continue to sort of battle and fight their way through, despite a lot of stuff going against them. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're just disappointed, very disappointed. And and arguably, despite all the, winning all those stats, it probably was one of their worst performances of the year so far. They mm. certainly should have won the game. Still proud of them, though. Still, yeah, no, still enjoy them. watching them. Big, big bounce back, big bounce what have they got back this against week? the Dolphins at Mount Smart on Saturday. Okay, we'll yep. be live there as we well. We will be live from Mount Smart.